the TNP's Power Hour. And welcome to another episode of the TNB's Power Hour, brought to you here by T and the other, the other guy who just froze in mid-conversation. Oh no! Uh, technical difficulties, it seems. I'm messing with you. <laughs> you lied! You lied! Thank goodness I was having a heart attack and thought, you know, you were like, this is the moment when uh, this becomes just the B's Power Hour, and uh, there is no more yeah. T. Is gone. <laughs> You're pretending. This is the tea and oh god, tea. <laughs> oh god. You. What is up, everybody? You... Time for the power hour. Power hour. Power hour. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hold on. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Can you hear me now? I can't hear you now. Okay, okay. I was my my stream deck was being all weird, so I just wanted to make sure I wasn't like, hold on, let me fart, and then I go to mute it, and it doesn't mute, and I'll just hear, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the stream. And I'm like, thank God they didn't hear that, and I just look <laughs> back, and everything. You're just horrified on the camera. You know what? Uh, we made new sound effects boards. That's all it was. That's yeah, all it was. There we go. Is this a phone commercial? Yes. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Uh, so, Bees, what have you been up to recently? How's how's your week been since last week? Holy shit, Nick! It has been a phenomenal week. Oh Let yeah. Me say that. Um, first half of the week was yeah, not not bad. I mean, and then I had to do the drive on Sunday, which sucked a hot bag of gorilla balls, but uh. I did on Saturday. I did a one shot with the One Shot RPG Network, and it was ridiculous. The game was called uh, The Price of Coal, and it was. Let me tell you, I, I was mad because I had to feel feels. I wasn't ready to feel, but <laughs> it was such a good game. Such a good game. And the people I was playing with, I was out of my league. They, that, I mean, the the role play levels, like the skill that I, <laughs> I was in a rowboat trying to keep up with uh, people on jet skis. So, oh uh, well, was, it was amazing. It sounds like it was a great crew to play it with. Was it was? When can we hear that? Where's where's it coming out at? When is it, it coming out? It's at? gonna be on the One Shot RPG Network. Um, uh, 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 let me see. If you if you if you look up One Shot on uh, like I I know Spotify. I know they I know he has it on a lot of stuff. But on uh on Twitter and uh Spotify, I know if you look up One Shot, you should be able to find it. One Shot Podcast Network Series Forty One Point yes. Three Micro RPGs with ourselves, Heartbeats, and Post Match Interview. The last one was on July Nineteenth. That's today. Oh yes, cow. yes, they're doing a superhero one. Oh it's yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, well that sounds awesome. Check uh, yeah. them out when you get the chance. Bees here is going to be I, on that one. Me, so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post it all over everybody's everything once it comes out because I had so much fun with it, and oh, you know. Over. Might be uh might be leading to some stuff in the future. That's what I'm saying. Well, you know, that's exciting. That is very exciting. Uh, for me, I had less exciting 
uh, of a week, other than the fact that there was some cool TTRPG nonsense with friends. Uh, yes. I finished <laughs> theorizing four art pieces last week. So that's getting closer to, to finishing my book for the final time. That's exciting to me, but uh, maybe not so much to everybody else at the moment until they're ready, I guess, or until you can... Whatever. Whatever. I mean, to be fair, it only makes sense because last week I had uh, Poo Gate 2021. You did. you had a fantastic week, so... <laughs> you had the big, the, big, uh, the big brown week, and I had the not so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So it's just the universe fixing itself, all right? Yep. Let's just but turn But still, you didn't have a big issue. You just had a, you know, a chill week, all right? So True. I don't, yeah, it still doesn't count. It's chill. I need chill. you to hurry up and have a terrible week, damn it. <laughs> Please don't. Chipper! Hey, Chipper, thank you for the sub, and uh, nice to see you out there today. Hey, so we are going to go into our news stories today with a doozy to start. Oh, yeah. Here we are. Ready? Ready? Everybody ready for this? First story of the day. Actor in bare-bottomed monkey costume with fake penis appears at an event to encourage children to read. So, worried moms and dads complained after snaps appeared online of a rainbow-colored character at an event. We do have a photo here. There he is. I've uh, blurred out the the naughty bits that have been showing up, but uh, oh, well, then why show it? <laughs> man oh, wearing okay. a rainbow colored monkey costume with fake wow. penis and bare bottom to read to kids at library. It was part of the Red Bridge Library Summer Reading Challenge run by Red Bridge Council in East London. One parent said, "No one needs to lose their job over this." The second asked, "This is unbelievable. Have we completely lost our moral compass as a society?" Red Bridge Libraries apologized for the inappropriate costume council leader joss athwell said all future performances which were organized by a partner charity have been axed (laughs) so who missed that one i mean i mean okay i have a question real quick question the nipples in this photo (laughs) are they part of the costume or are they I mean, they've really? got to be. They've got to be, unless that person has really saggy men. Boots. I mean, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Um, Bride, thank you for the bits. Oh, thank you very much. Poopgate, he um, yells out. Yeah, Poopgate. Um, yeah. This, all right, no problem. Come for, back when you can. For those out there um, that are listening to this and not viewing the image, this is like... A super furry, like if you somebody's wearing a gorilla costume, sort of, with like the face cut out and painted pink. It's all in rainbow, and the nipples are exposed, and they've got a dangling dong, uh, and they've got giant butt cheeks on the back that are sticking out. You know what this looks like? This mm-hmm. looks like somebody got lost in an unknown land <laughs> and wanted to blend in with the environment, so they murdered a bunch of technicolored monkeys. And then made some kind of half-ass patch suit to try and blend in, and is doing a terrible job of it. Yeah, or maybe it's something that came from some sort of extra-dimensional space where everything is just everybody's colorblind, so they have no idea yeah. what they look like when they arrive. Yeah, and uh, they don't care about their genitalia hanging out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to be fair, if you did look that fabulous, I would have my dang. My dong hanging out too, so yeah, it's a pretty uh, well-known dong, dong too. It's a, it's very yeah. fake. Wow. Very I fake, mean, I but... can't see, 
I can't see <laughs> you know you censored it well I cut this off to fit on the show so you can actually see it oh, but it stretches oh, down about rest. about four feet to the floor so okay. you know so so canonically this monkey's dick is like lick a tongue's tongue exactly. <laughs> it's twice the size of his body gotcha no problem there you go uh well we're gonna move on from there to the next story <laughs> before we go too crazy here with this uh the rise of woke coke Drug dealers are targeting middle-class users with ethically sourced cocaine for 200 pounds a gram to suit their vegan, organic lifestyle. So, drug dealers have been targeting middle-class users. Wealthy users are shilling out a fortune for the upmarket sniff to suit their vegan, organic lifestyle, according to one former soap actress. Britons have reportedly been behind a rise in demand for ethically sourced drugs, which have been dubbed Woke Coke. The product is sold with tags including environmentally friendly and ethically sourced with promises it's produced by well-paid farmers. But experts have warned that there is nothing to back these claims and they are simply a very clever marketing ploy that is encouraging users to pay through the nose for the illicit substances. So, uh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, I'm not mad at this at all. If you're going to go out there and do it, you might as well. If people will buy it and they will believe it, then why not? I mean, why not? That's that's smart business. It's just business all practices, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. looking for everything to be all natural and, you know, mm-hmm. phthalate-free and, yeah. you know, no Most added sugars. Gluten-free cocaine now? Gluten-free <laughs> cocaine. Start marketing as gluten-free coke. There you there go. There you go. <laughs> Hell yeah, that is Gluten-free, great. vegan, vegetarian, environmentally safe. And then they've got, like, those... Uh, what are those called? When you have um, those groups that, that do like the coffee where they go out and they make sure that it's ethically sourced in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I mean, there's just I, there, I can't say anything negative about this because this is this is for those people that say that drug dealers have nothing going for them. All right. These are these are skilled, practiced business uh, uh, businessmen and women here. Totally. They, they're very much aware of what they're doing and why they're doing it. And mm-hmm. they're looking for the next because usually, you know, in in the olden days, drugs stood up on their own two feet. But now they really need to be pushed a little bit differently. You can't just you can't just use your regular old Coke addiction yeah. as the only way to sell your product anymore. Now you exactly. need a little something, something on top. You know, times are rough. This is, yeah. you know, this is a down economy. We need to make you got to get out there and make more because, you That's... know, I, I get it. That's a question. Do you think because it was a downed economy, the rise of drug use has gotten grander, which means there is more supply, and now you have to actually market specially so that you can try to get a hold of a little bit, little bit of that change? I don't know. I mean, it depends on where, because I know for sure if you were in a broke-ass neighborhood and everybody's broke and then the economy goes to hell and everybody's losing jobs... They're not going to be like, oh, well, at least I can still afford my crack habit. I mean, (laughs) now some of them, to be fair, some of them will sell like their last bit of food. They'd be like, I don't need to eat as long as I get this crack it. I'll just eat something out of the trash. But I mean, it's I don't know. I don't know. It's it's difficult. That reads a question, too. So individuals, there is a bit of a... I guess, backlash over the eat healthy lifestyle stuff where somebody's like, why would I want vegan? Why would I want, you know, organically raised? You just buy the regular stuff at the store. Blah, blah, blah. Do you think there's now a subset of individuals who's like, 
I don't need no woke coke. Give me the old-fashioned hard stuff yeah. that makes your head spin. Oh, of course. <laughs> that you of might course. accidentally like, die from. Yeah, look. Look, I get it. I want to eat healthy, but my wallet doesn't want me to eat healthy. So sometimes I just <laughs> got to eat some crap just to get through the day. I get it, you know? And I feel if I were to be addicted to coke, I would feel the same way. You know, I get a good government job, then yeah, I can get that fancy coke. I can get the woke coke. It's fine. Yeah. But, you, you know... Gotta get that I'm fancy coking job. on a budget, you know. I'm <laughs> coking on a budget here. I gotta, I, I gotta get my fix without <laughs> breaking my wallet, you know. Yeah, stop giving me the ritzy stuff. I'll just take <laughs> yeah. that, scrape some turpentine off the wall into white powder, and you mix know that, that coke you little... just dropped on the ground over there. Yeah. Let me get that instead. You have that. I'll take the <laughs> stuff that's half dirt. It's fine. <laughs> I'll take it budget. <laughs> All right, moving right along. <laughs> Nevada woman breaks into a dentist's office. Pulls 13 teeth from patient. <laughs> so, uh, here's an individual. So, Nevada woman broke into a dentist's office, stole money, and pulled 13 teeth from an unconscious patient on two separate occasions, according to Washoe County Police. Deputies allege this individual, who is not a dentist, broke into a dental office where she claimed she had formerly worked. She allegedly stole $22,861 in cash and checks during the May 3 break-in, May 3rd, uh, the Washoe County Sheriff's Office in a press release stated. Meanwhile, the tooth extraction occurred on a different date than the break-in. Ike told detectives she also admitted to using anesthetic disposed of by office police said. By the office police said. So, she was arrested Wednesday, Wednesday and charged with two counts of burglary and one count each of grand larceny. Conspiracy to commit burglar, burglary and perform surgery on another without a medical license. Investigators did not say how they determined the individual to be a person of interest in the case, but they said that she admitted to multiple people, including deputies, that she had performed the medical procedure. So, uh, yeah, this lady breaks into a place she used to work at. She steals money and then goes in another time and is like, oh, you're ready for a... For an operation, I'll handle that for you, and then rips out 13 teeth from this individual. Okay, so I had two questions. One, because it said pull 13 teeth from somebody on two occasions. Are they saying that one occasion she stole money, one occasion she stole 13 teeth? Yeah. Or did she steal 13 teeth from two people on separate occasions? I think that was poorly worded, but I do believe that article later states, one time she came in, stole money and checks. She went back to get more, but they didn't have them, so instead she stole teeth. I mean, this just ties into our last story. You know, it's a downed economy. <laughs> the Tooth Fairy is getting desperate at this point, man. You know, uh, our family, teeth. you know, the, the Tooth Fairy gives $5 a tooth around here. You collect what? 13 of them. You get what? Fit. Yeah, there's some sort of weird deal my wife worked out, of course. I, and here I am looking at my wife like she lost her goddamn mind because hey. I I grew up you lose a tooth you get like you know a, a quarter. quarter most yep. yeah yep yeah my kids start losing teeth and I'm like oh I got some change around here she's like give them a dollar my like, oldest what? my oldest do they have gold in those teeth <laughs> <laughs> my oldest started recognizing how much money five dollars was worth and started trying to pull his teeth out on purpose to get the See? money. <laughs> It's all fun and games till they start knocking out teeth and then they want to eat chips and shit. <laughs> yeah. And then gum and chips. And I'm like, oh, you know what would help? All them teeth you lost. Without <laughs> the teeth, that's a lot harder to do, isn't it now? You're kind of wishing you still yeah. had those? Nope, but I yeah. got my Roblox in. Yeah. Here's some applesauce. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man. Five do- holy shit. Hold no, no. We need we need at least at least another thirty seconds on this tie. Okay. Five dollars. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to go whoop some kids' asses randomly around here <laughs> and take some teeth and send them to you so I can get $5 for two. Is uh, there an exchange rate? Or... Hold on a second. Let's see. How many teeth does the human body have? <laughs> We're just going <laughs> to... It's I'm not my fault. My... I'm it's... about to pay my rent off teeth right now. <laughs> it is It is not my fault. I, I, I uh, advocated for uh, lowered amounts, but apparently, you know... We had problems with the union. <laughs> no, <laughs> why we have cats. Yep, there you go. Inflation. Man. Oh, jeez. Yes, yeah, so that's 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 a uh, thing. All right. <laughs> Next if story. You get an unmarked package from me, just, just, just know. Just full of human teeth. <laughs> You'll be like that lady. You'll have gone to the dentist office and broke in to steal that's some. That's why. That's why, because she knows somebody who's giving away a lot of money for teeth. That's why exactly. she was like, well... Time to take those things. We got a we got a Mercedes Benz to buy here. We got rent money to make. So next story: Police slapped fifty year old woman with extremely odd criminal behavior order. What is a okay, extremely odd criminal behavior order? You ask. I do. I, I'm sure. So <laughs> here we go. The Cheshire Constabulary slapped a crew woman with an odd criminal behavior order, including urinating or defecating in any open space, public or private. Amanda Lee, 50, was convicted 15 times, dating back to 1996, including antisocial behavior, harassment, public order violations, and 999 system abuse, which that's, you know, uh, 911 here in the U.S. So police sought for a CBO to prevent the 50-year-old's criminal conduct, which was granted by Cruz Magistrate's Court on July 12th. A criminal behavior order is sought once all reasonable avenues regarding chronic offenders have been explored. Police had had enough of Lee's three-decade-old public order violations that they sought preventative measures for the 50-year-old to stop her antics. In this case, Lee's attitude and behavior has been ongoing since the 1990s. She's been convicted numerous times for incidents that impact greatly on residents. She's persistently shown no consideration at all for the actions her offending had on others. She's now barred from performing the following five activities in the crew region of the CBO. She's not allowed to have any possession of alcohol within the exclusion zone of this city. She is barred from entering neither priest court nor calling the police 999 or 101 by any other means, including using a third party to contact police on your behalf, unless it's absolutely necessary. Lee has also been ordered not to use abusive words or threatening behavior in public, such as threatening or intimidating individuals with one of her dogs. Perhaps what baffled netizens is how Lee was also instructed not to urinate or defecate in any public or private open space. There comes a point when you have to say enough is enough and take additional action to protect the community and businesses in the area, Parker said. So breaching a CBO is a criminal offense that carries a maximum punishment of five years in jail. Uh, police are now keeping an eye out on her in case she breaches any terms of the CBO. So this is an individual who's like a serial offender. There's somebody that's always, always, always uh, out there doing things that are just problematic for the community at large and for the police in the area. I'm not sure we have well, something like that here in the U.S. So first, let me just give a shout out to Pat for the sub. Thank you, Pat! Pat! Secondly, if you have someone, you have an individual who continuously, you said over, since when? Since 1999. 1993? 
1999. So, for essentially 22 years, somebody that has just habitually broken laws and not given a shit about what was told to her or what is the norm or what should be followed, the best way to deal with her is to give her more rules. Yeah, right? Okay, I mean, all right. Somebody so, who yeah, that's Florida woman in the UK, yeah. So somebody who doesn't care about the rules is now going to have criminal offenses placed on her if she continues to not care about the rules. There are individuals out there that I know. This is this is that the reason why I created in my game Unwise Recidivist, somebody mm-hmm. who constantly goes and does illegal or immoral or difficult things that people don't like and never learns from their mistakes. Maybe she just hasn't been punished <laughs> big enough, so <laughs> like what Annika said. So she started partying like it's 1999 and just never stopped. <laughs> that is absolutely true. That's what's like, been going on. I mean, on. at this point, at this point, this woman is 50 years old. She doesn't give a damn. She does not care anymore. She does like, not. Yeah. So she's convicted of abusing people verbally, threatening to attack them with her dogs, defecating and urinating anywhere she feels like. Making unwanted, you know, there's those those old ladies or uh, individuals in general that are kind of perceived as like the nosy neighbor that looks through the window mm-hmm. and like, police. Yeah, there's a young boy down on the street and he looks a little shady. He's wearing a hood. Yeah. <laughs> and they're that kind yeah. of person that just never freaking stops making those phone calls and never stops yelling, get off the yard. That's not even your yard. It's public space. You're not allowed to stand on it. <laughs> whatever don't make me send my dogs on you yeah i think i think hers are i don't think hers are that exactly i think they're more like yeah i think it's more like she gets into a fight with someone shits on their shoe (laughs) and then if they do anything she claims that she was attacked and then calls the cops like that like super karen yeah, she'll she'll like throw her dogs at somebody, and if they're like, "Oh Jesus," and like push the dog off, "Oh my God, you hurt Scrabbles," and then calls the police. I wonder if she's got meth in her residence to make her dogs stronger attack dogs. Well, I mean, that's the only. I mean, if you're not, then you're just m- practically mistreating your dogs. True. If you don't have a meth reservoir for your animals, do you even love them? That's that's <laughs> just. We we do not advocate this. Just again, we do not advocate this. It keeps coming up, but we are not actually. <laughs> All right. The team here at RF Chaos does not condone in any way, shape, or form giving your animals meth. Yes, Please it's don't do a it. horrible, You're horrible a fucking idea. crazy psycho person if you do it. <laughs> Uh, so we'll move on past more you know. past old ladies who just don't. It's the cycle of math all over again. <laughs> all right, the cycle of math. All right, next one. Gun resembling Lego toy sparks backlash in the U.S. I had to do this one just because you know it is what it is. There is I don't have an image of it. It looks like, but there. If you look it up, pretty easy to see. Um, it is basically just a Lego brick firearm uh and uh yeah that's that's not great so a u.s gun company is facing a backlash for producing a pistol that looks like a children's toy made of legos culper precision said its customized glock named the block 19 was developed to highlight the pure enjoyment of the shooting sports 
The Danish toy maker Lego, however, has written to the company demanding that it stops producing the weapon, which is covered in what looks like Lego bricks. Gun control campaigners describe the pistol as irresponsible and dangerous. Shannon wants of the Every Town for Gun Safety Campaign Group set her organization to contact Lego about the customized Block 19 last week, and that the Danish company had sent them a cease and desist letter to Culper Precision. Uh, so, <laughs> there's a risk that children may be drawn to use firearms, Miss Wattstedt, even when guns don't look like toys. So, yeah. Um, this has now come off of the website. They're no longer setting up to, to sell it. Uh, but it is absolutely... I, I think I can get a image. Hold on a second. Yeah, I'm looking at them now, and some of these guns, like, legit, in, like, the heat of the moment, can be mistaken for guns. Block. So they call it the Block 19. See like, got you got somebody here. pulling out, you know, one of these, like, nerf-looking guns that are obviously fake. Then, yeah, I get it, but... Some of these, some of these so we got an image. look like guns. We got an image of it up see. on there now. Okay, like that. Then you, then it's, it's, it's a little. See, that's that's. Mm. It's literally a Lego made thing. So, or that's what it looks like, which is why Lego it is suing them. Yeah, it looks like it's just a skin on top of a gun. Yeah, like you just put that skin on your actual gun, and now you can have wings when you put somebody six feet under, or you know. You can have a little Lego dragon as you spray down, you know, the 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 rival gang members kind of thing, you know, yeah. or, or, or that There's... that doesn't look like it's a Lego gun. Like, hold on, I'm gonna send you the picture to show them uh, of like a really crappy. Somebody sees it and they're like, oh yeah, no, that's a Lego gun. Where that's are you sending that? Gun. I don't have a way to pick them up from Discord here, my friend. Oh, okay. Um, I just. It's but, all right. If you search Lego gun and go to images, you'll see quite a few that, yeah. you know, nobody's going to be like, holy crap, he's strapped. Yeah, there's quite a few of them out there. And the thing is, is that that blurs the line for police on what is potentially dangerous and what's not. We have kids that have been shot while they had nothing but squirt guns in parks that didn't realize that, you know, they were scaring the police and then being taken down by it. So if if the line between what is an actual dangerous weapon and a playful weapon become a little bit too blurred, then that makes the situation even more of a, a firecracker, such, you know, issue. Yeah. I mean, two things. One, cops need to get their shit together and yeah. there needs to be better training because I'm sorry, I've gone 35 years in this life without gunning somebody down, and there have been plenty of situations where I've been uncomfortable, to say the least. Mm -hmm. So there are ways to diffuse situations other than pop, pop, now they're not moving, yay. We have, we have you a know, dramatically poorly trained police force in the United States compared to oh, most other countries. Well, because they, now they see, you know, I ain't going to touch too much on this, but now they now they see they can, you know, pump a couple holes in somebody and get a free vacation, you know? Yep. So what what's stopping them from doing it? They're, like, yeah, they're sent on leave <clears throat> with pay, and there's not... Yeah, exactly. They come right back. It's... Yep. Ugh, makes me want to vomit. We're just going to move on from this one and go to another oh, story. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little too, uh, a little too real Let's up in here suddenly. Yeah! I wonder what's next. Next one is homeowner facing a $100,000 parking violation wins first round of a lawsuit against Florida Town. 
So uh, this morning, a Florida court <laughs> rejected the town of Lantana's attempt to end a lawsuit filed by resident Sandy Martinez, who was contesting sky-high fines. Ooh. She was assessed for minor infractions on her own property. One parking violation assessed daily for over a year totals more than $100,000, $165,000 to be exact. Ooh. So uh, she states, it's surreal that the town refuses to admit that what it's doing to me is abusive and unfair. Like everyone else in my neighborhood, I worked hard for what I got. Shouldn't have to fight in court to stop the city from finding me into poverty. But with today's decision, I'm glad that I'm one step closer to making sure that it doesn't happen to me or anyone else. So the $165,000 that Sandy owes is a result of daily fines city assessed for property code violations. Most of this is amount, amount is a result of the way Sandy's family parked their cars. Sandy, her two adult children, and her sister all own cars so they can get to their jobs. They live in one place together. When all four cars are parked in the driveway, sometimes one of them has two tires on the lawn, a $250 a day violation. And those fines continue to accrue until the homeowner corrects the problem and calls the city to inspect the property to confirm it is in compliance. After receiving the parking violation, Sandy called the town like she was supposed to, but an inspector never came out. Once Sandy discovered that the fines were still accruing over a year later, she immediately called and passed the inspection. But by then, the amount she owed was $101,750. This fine is on top of the fines for two other similarly, trivial, similarly trivial violations for cracks in the driveway and a fence that fell over during a storm. IJ has challenged uh, abusive fines and fees across the country, notably in Dunedin, Florida, where a homeowner is facing foreclosure after he was fined over $30,000 in fines for tall grass. IJ successfully protected homeowners in California, Missouri from abusive fines and fees practices. So the taxation is ridiculous based on some of these right. circumstances. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to get too far into this one because this is going to lead me back to that last topic we were just <laughs> right? talking about. Because I love how they're like, hey, Mr. Homeowner, your grass is supposed to be an inch, but it's an inch and three centimeters. So we're going to fine you. Yet other motherfuckers shooting people in the fucking neck don't get fined. But, you know, the, 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 the taxes and shit are ridiculous. They're extremely stupid. And it's just people with nothing better to do. Yep. People with nothing better to do that want to control everything or control other people's lives because their lives are so shitty that they just like, and this is, this is all, this is why I fucking hate HOAs. HOAs are the worst fucking thing to exist in mm -hmm. all of the man. Well, not the worst, not all of one, of the many, one of the many, one of the many, one of the many terrible things to exist in humanity because it's just some sad little fucking busybody douchebag is like, ah, everybody's house needs to look like this or else. Like, I, I get it. I get it. You shouldn't, you shouldn't just be able to have a literal just dick covered house or, you know, <laughs> why not? Just, yeah. You shouldn't just be able to like, well, I like, I know I'm not going to be living somewhere if like the kids are like, what's that outside? Uh, we don't go outside anymore. Timmy. Let's go back inside. Um, Something inappropriate. Yeah. You don't like inappropriateness, but I mean, what about the artistic uh, integrity of bees? I mean, I, me personally, bees does not mind living next to a dick house, but <laughs> my kids on the other hand. I don't want them to be next to the dick house. <laughs> They'd be like, hey, uh, can we come over to your house and hang out this afternoon? And you, the kids are like, yeah, you know exactly where to find us. Just go down the street until you see the house covered in dicks. We live next to that. 
Oh gosh. Um yeah, but it's it is absolutely ludicrous. And this is the the circle of poverty, you know, when it comes to it's all about it is all about money. When it comes to these HOAs, when it comes to the fines they place on people, it's about keeping property values high so that things they don't have to lose any of their personal finance. Mm-hmm. And that is bullshit to me. There are too many decisions made in this world related to capitalistic direction financial growth because i mean i understand the reason why money is freedom money is power money is the ability to choose what you're going to do in the next moment rather than being forced to work all the time say it again for the people in the back Todd. money is freedom and we need to get out under the yoke of this slavery that is uh the capital system that we're using we need to find something better we we need a soundboard. That's what we need. We need a soundboard so we can hit that like that church organ, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you work That's on that. You get you get that soundboard going. We can I'm, we can I'm preach a, on occasion and, and whatnot. Yep. All right. We're gonna move along from this because again, it's depressing. To the next story. <laughs> Crews rescue naked woman wedged between two buildings in Santa Ana. All right, now we're turning all right. Now we're, we're turning going right the about the other way now. <laughs> so, uh, crews rescue a naked woman who was wedged between two commercial buildings in Santa Ana mm-hmm. Tuesday afternoon. The woman was stuck between two walls in this area. I don't really want to describe. She was trapped inside a space just eight inches wide, according to firefighters. Firefighters couldn't get to the woman. She couldn't get out, prompting a plan to drill a hole into the wall nearby to insert a camera and see if it's possible to cut the wall open to get her out that way. It's unclear how she got trapped there, however. It's a mystery to all of us here now, uh, one of the witnesses said. The witness acknowledged it was an unusual situation, but said the department was trained for such scenarios. Heavy rescue unit had responded to the scene. The police had said the woman was naked. The captain confirmed that appeared to be the case. Workers at an auto body shop nearby say they heard someone scream for help just before 2 p.m. We heard a lady in the back behind our shop screaming, 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 said the owner of the shop, who did not want to be named. But we couldn't find anybody. We called the cops, and the cops came in, got on the roof, and looked between the two walls, and she's all naked. She was in pain. She was upside down, too. No further details were immediately available. <laughs> Lady falls from the roof in between two buildings and wedges herself there n- nude. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, was some great sex they were having. Something on the rooftop, and then yeah. suddenly, yeah. I mean, that's when good sex goes bad. When that's good all sex that is. goes bad. Um, <laughs> she's like, not. I don't to... think it was. I think that's a lie. I think that's a lie. What I think really happened was she was fucking around with magic and teleported herself <laughs> into the wrong. She thought she was teleporting inside somebody's house. Because she was doing some sex magic. And what it was is she fucking smudged something she wasn't supposed to and ended up just a few feet off. This and is... boom, butt naked in that un- 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 uh, unoccupied space. That's what happened. This is why you never use chaos magic with <laughs> teleportation. I mean, that's right there. Right there. <laughs> Number one reason. Um, I, I still don't know specifically. The, the woman wouldn't tell them... <clears throat> how it happened so that right there is like you done did something sex magic magic. you did something really crazy is what you did you ended up falling in between buildings naked upside down uh all right 
Imagine if you got stuck in that position, Beast. You're going to bring... You're you're up on the roof, right? You're just up on the roof. You're working in the nude because that's how you do. You're getting your tan on. as one does. Yeah, Yeah, as one does. And then, uh, I don't know, a squirrel bites at your nuts. A crazy meth attack squirrel bites at your nuts. So you jump backwards trying to avoid it. And you flip end over end and you get wedged between two buildings hanging upside down naked. One... My big ass is not getting caught in some eight inch space. <laughs> I don't think there's a part of me that can get caught in an eight inch space. Ooh, so. now who's bragging? <laughs> yeah, I don't even think about that. <laughs> I mean, if I fell in a way where somehow my dick just lands in that space, maybe. But like, other than that, come on. Like, I, I, I don't even know. My fingers, maybe. I'd be like, help, my fingers, I'm stuck. But, <laughs> like, how does she get her whole body stuck in how? An eight-inch space is pretty damn narrow, to be perfectly honest. Yes. So, yes. That's, that's like, how do you even get your head? Like, the circumference of your head is, like, how would you, I don't know. That that it's really. Like this much room. Yeah. That's, that's not my fat-ass face. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, but yeah, I, I absolutely. Annika in the audience, my first thought that must have really hurt her breast. Yes, that right there. Yeah, oh, that would oh, probably be absolutely yeah. horrible. Uh, yeah, and breast and butt all scraped up. Everything just. Uh, mm-hmm. Nope, we're going to move on from there now, now that it's gone horrible. <laughs> we're trying to avoid horrible here, people. All right, next no, that's one. That's just the theme of today. <laughs> <laughs> Escape Python bites man's genitals after hiding in his toilet. I thought we were improving. <laughs> so we got a picture here for y'all. There we go. There's the there's the python in the toilet. Uh, <laughs> an Austrian man sustained an eye-watering injury to his genital area when he was nibbled by a five-foot python hiding in his toilet. 65-year-old nipped off to the loo, but got a little more than he bargained for when he plonked himself on the seat. Police say the man just sat down when he felt a pinch on his genitals. When the unlucky grass resident stood up to inspect the bowl, he was stunned to see a huge albino python staring back at him. The snake reportedly belonged to a neighbor and had escaped before choosing the unsuspecting man's toilet as a nice spot for rest. The bit man was taken to the hospital, treated for minor injuries, but luckily he escaped with little more than a nasty shock and a story to tell. Medics confirmed to him that pythons are not venomous, but treated by marks. Snake expert Werner Stangle told the local newspaper Salzburg Nanschgren that the animal was also uninjured and was returned to its 24-year-old owner next door after a quick clean. Police said the man keeps a total of 11 non-venomous snakes and a gecko in his apartment in specially designed cages and drawers. The baffled neighbor had been unaware the python was missing until police brought it back. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, uh, that sucks for him. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna let you know right now. If I'm going to sit on a toilet, <clears throat> it something that not even God is able to watch is about to happen. So <laughs> if there's some kind of creature that can survive it, then by all <laughs> means, you've earned the right to bite me on wherever you want. Because <laughs> When I sit down on a toilet, you got you got about two seconds before it, everything goes from zero to hell real quick. Brown so, avalanche. I don't think, yeah, 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 it's like it's like nom in that motherfucker all of a sudden. So if there's some kind of snake that wants to weather that and bite me, I'm not even gonna be mad at him. I'm gonna be like, look, you earned you earned your dues at that point. So. <laughs> All's fair in love and war. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. How many people here 
can honestly say, like raise of hands, that you don't look in the toilet at all as you walk in to sit down. No, nah, I look because I'm paranoid. I'm paranoid too, but it's not necessarily that. It's just I always look before I sit anywhere. You know, you don't want to sit on a thumbtack or a Lego. Or... I don't. I don't always look everywhere. Like on the toilet, yeah, because I know my kids use my toilet and I don't want to sit and shit on shit. Uh, yeah. So, or if the kids pee on the seat, I don't want to sit on their piss. That's so, that's a common problem, unfortunately. Yeah, little boys I, especially. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I look at the toilet. Now, like going around the house, sit on stuff. No, I I sit on my couch. I just plop down on my chair, plop down on my bed, plop down. So if somebody just wanted to be mean and line my shit with tax, they would get me every time because I just <laughs> oh. like ah, boom. Oh god. Oh man. I've sat on I've sat on so many toys. <laughs> My God, there was um, there was actually a group of individuals as a tangent in the high school I went to that used to do that. They take thumbtacks and they tape them point up in people's seats as they got up to go do things around the room just to see the reaction. Uh, yeah, I'd start swinging on people randomly until I hit the right person. <laughs> like they, people wouldn't do it to me because it'd be like, "Look, man, no, 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 a a stop, stop. You better. I'm gonna tell on you. You better not." Because I'm not getting clocked again because of you. Last <laughs> yeah. time he just started swinging in clock in clockwise order. I'm not. No, no, no. Everybody That's in this building's that. about to get beat up. <laughs> you put yeah. those things down. <laughs> oh yeah, there was some. There was some pretty horrible uh, high school stories from individuals. They had this. There was a chemical agent uh, in one of the. I was in three different high schools when I was growing up. That's me. I got to move all over the place. <clears throat> there was a, a chemical agent in one of the schools that was used to strip certain types of paint off at the school, which some of the boys found out that it would dissolve thin layers of clothing. So guess what they were putting down on girls with, you know, dresses, uh, oh, seats. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, there were some horrible things that happened in, in high school that some people really need to atone for still, I think, throughout most of their life. Mm -mm. See, that's what happens. You don't beat enough ass. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I got people. my ass beat regularly, and I was like, hey, I have a dumb idea. Mm, don't want to get my ass beat for it, though. So let's keep that in the old brain of Rooney. <laughs> I had a lot of dumb ideas. I did them Ooh. and then was seriously injured and never did them again because that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I went through. All right. Uh, let's see here. Where's the next one? Next story up. His woman grabs tiger's testicles as she poses for a photo at the zoo. <laughs> Wouldn't pose for a snap at a zoo while grabbing hold of a tiger's testicles. Nope, I don't know why you'd do that either. The woman had visited the Tiger Kingdom Zoo in Chiang Mai, northern Thailand, where, like many other tourists, she posed for selfies with the animals. In photos and videos shot at the zoo, she can be seen smiling into the camera and cuddling into one of the very docile tigers who seemed completely unbothered by her being there. However... Unlike the other tourists, she also reached into the big cat's enclosure and cupped its testicles before taking a photo. After the woman shared the photos online, which I do have, but I'm not going to share with everybody, she was met with a backlash from animal lovers who accused her of humiliating the tiger and putting herself at risk from the big cat attacking. One person wrote, This is so rude. The tiger did not allow you to touch his privates. You have no right to do that. The woman has since attempted to defend herself by saying she is an animal lover. Which may not be the best wording <laughs> under the circumstances. <laughs> Ooh, <hoo -hoo. laughs> 
that is that is definitely the best phrasing to use in that situation. I'm an animal lover. I'm just gonna yeah. cup these testicles gently. I'm grabbing the balls. <laughs> I love animals. That's why I, I you know, you gotta make it. <laughs> Never mind. We're not gonna go there. <laughs> yeah. Um. What would possess you a person? Hell of a, lots of stupidity. That's. I'm They're, sorry. Like. You can't grab random people's nuts because they may attack you. This is something that's like I don't give a shit about law and what's right. I'm an animal. I'm I'm a death machine. The reason that she survived is why I don't believe in natural selection anymore cuz she should have lost at least a couple fingers. Yeah. Somebody doesn't yeah. read grab in through the bars and just grab your junk and not and get to keep their hand, you know, if you're now, Hold on. She might have known what she was doing though. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have grabbed him, did a little, did a little, little, little. No, little, no, like, no, no. We're gonna move oh, away. We're, just, gonna, we're just gonna. All I'm saying, <laughs> there may be a reason why she wasn't attacked. You know, all I'm saying. All that's I'm all saying. you're saying is that. Are you saying? Yeah, that's what she said. Animal lover. Maybe she's had practice with multiple animals. Yeah. You, know, you never know. Talk about passing an animal handling skill. <laughs> Oh boy! Um, but yeah, the audience out there that has been you know that is that has reacted to this basically stated you could have been mauled or worse. There's thousands of stories of people doing stupid stuff, going down into an animal enclosure, messing with the gorillas, messing with the lions, and getting mauled, injured, hurt, killed. You know, causing a, a huge amount of trouble for other individuals. So, what would possess someone to do this? I have no idea, other than just trying to be ballsy, I guess. <laughs> uh so yeah that was that was dumb but we'll move on from there next one police chase ends at mcdonald's drive through as woman orders food in the middle of a pursuit police chase of a woman in a stolen truck ended at a mcdonald's drive through after she tried to order food during the pursuit man that made the 911 call told officers that a woman who said he didn't know climbed into his car and drove away as officers made their way to the area of the stolen truck, they were flagged down by another driver who said their car had been hit by the truck minutes before. This individual was identified as the person accused of stealing the truck, and officers said they found her in the stolen truck a few blocks away. The officer activated his blue lights, got out of his cruiser, approached the stolen vehicle. The operator drove away as the officer walked towards her. The officer got back into his cruiser and followed her at low rate of speed, but she did not stop. This individual began to increase her speed on Main Street and drove through red lights. The officer deactivated his lights and sirens and stopped following her for safety reasons. So she did get away. The woman allegedly crossed into the wrong lane and oncoming traffic hitting a van. She backed up the vehicle at a high rate of speed, stuck a, struck a cruiser behind her, knocked down and dragged one of the detail officers. Officers pursued the stolen vehicle at a low rate of speed and before the pursuit was called off again for safety reasons. Cardell then allegedly pulled into the drive-thru at a nearby McDonald's to try and order food, but officers found her and tried to arrest her. As they approached her in two vehicles, she intentionally struck one before veering off the road and getting in the stolen pickup truck stuck in a getting the stolen pickup truck stuck in a pile of mulch that was on the McDonald's property. Officers were then able to stop the chase and pull her out of the vehicle. Whew. So she... Okay, I need I I, I you know uh, after the stream I'm gonna need her name so that every time I play GTA that's who I'm naming my that's character. That's what you're naming your character. Yeah, because uh, that's just I mean that's how you do it. That that's that's literally me playing GTA when I was a kid. 
I'd get into some shit, run away from the cops, get into some shit five minutes later. But how the hell do they not? What? Uh, mm. She escaped the police mm. three times during this. Hit, hitting multiple vehicles, dragging police around, smacking into other cars, driving into oncoming traffic, and is taken out because she really needed that Big Mac. I mean, to be fair, have you had McDonald's fries? They inside. So McDonald's fries used to be amazing. I remember when I was little, but they used beef tallow to fry them in way back when. They mm-hmm. changed that later for health reasons. And now they add a wheat uh, uh, agent into it to give it kind of the same flavor. And I'm allergic to wheat because I have celiac disease. I cannot eat McDonald's fries anymore mm. because they made them healthy. I will. You knock it off. You knock it off right oh. now. <laughs> <laughs> Next time Power Hour comes on, Beast is going to be sitting there with a bucket of fries and just be like, yeah. um, um. This episode brought to you by McDonald's French fries. <laughs> Not even eat them. I'm just going to sit there during the whole episode and just pour them. Pour them over top of you. Just a rain of French fries. Grease stains as far as the eye can see. Salt crystals glistening on your lips. <laughs> oh my god um but yeah i mean i have had mcdonald's fries yeah they are good but are they worth getting caught over couldn't she have like hidden what we just park the vehicle someplace and then walk over don't go through the drive-thru you know you just stole that vehicle it's covered in dents because you've just run over the cops 16 times and they're like what can i get for you and she's like uh how about a do not or uh get out of jail free card do you have one of those <laughs> in your mcdonald's Jeez, that was. Oh man, this is what happens when your friends call you and ask you for a ride to go get something to eat, and you say no. This is what happens. So this is why, if you have a friend who desperately wants something to eat late at night and calls you up, you might want to give them a ride. Yeah, it's like I, I don't have a way to get there. Are you saying that this woman, because she was so desperate for McDonald's, literally hijacked someone's truck and went on a, a rampage around the town? I mean, it makes sense to me. That's what you would do? Yep. For them delicious, delicious, face-smearingly good french fries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> All right. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so this is the end of our uh, stories segment. So I do believe right. we're supposed to have another special guest on today. Isn't we that right? We do. A good friend of mine. Um, we want to introduce a segment to you guys. Uh, Ty is just, he's still going to be doing projections and stuff in the background. I mean, production and stuff in the background. But uh, I wanted to bring on another guest, a uh, friend of mine, uh, Clarence Clarenson. Clarence. He is a, uh, yeah. We're going to do a segment called Crystal Clear with Clarence Clarenson. And we call it that because he is just, I mean, so full of wisdom. I mean, I, I, I have never met anyone as wise as this man is. <laughs> and he just he makes everything clear he just helps you see clearly in life gives you the best advice ever my god i met this dude had a quick conversation with him and had to bring him on the show 
All right, then. So we're, I'm going to go get or I'm going gonna... to go get him. I think he's oh, on my okay. side. I, I've got him okay. just in the studio. So I'm going to go right, get him real quick. And I'll be right back. Over. Yep, no problem. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Uh, he's uh, here. Hey, Clarence. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> All right. So, Clarence, thank you for coming. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you. The kids are doing great. All right. So, Let's jump right into the question. All right. So, first question. If you could be any race from Aether and Steamworks, what race would you choose? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. No, I agree. Okay. I mean, I can see that. I can see that, definitely. I mean, especially with with, with what you told me happened last week to you, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I, that that's a great answer, and I love it. I love that. All right, so next question. This is some advice now. So, Raider says, I need advice. I play D&D with my husband and a few other people. My husband is the DM. He often leaves me out and almost forgets that I'm even there. It really hurts my feelings and is start to it is starting to affect our marriage out of game. Should I stop playing with him and find a different group or what? you dang old crazy mess Mm-hmm. Then you guys go back giving you all down to two and give you a kick of kids and then you'll throw mm-hmm. them in the bus. Mm-hmm. Then once yeah, you do no. that, you just got to make sure you got to these guys race you out of divorce. Amen. Mm-hmm. Say it again for the people in the back. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, it really doesn't get any easier than that, people. I mean, that's that's a simple three-step process right there to solve that issue. Uh-huh. I mean, like, like... I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you, Clarence. You about you just... the armpit. Exactly. Exactly. Man. I mean, that's that's it. Ma'am, all you need to do is that. Boom. Problem solved. All right. Next one. Have, uh, what do you do? Or actually, just here, let me rephrase this question. Have you ever had any session Go poorly because of someone being drunk. Go poorly with someone drunk all the time. Meetings, you need hear out of the alcohol. Did you find yourself in a situation? I can't say that on the show. Yeah, well, you can't too. I, can you, when you watch this again before you put it on podcast, Ty, can you bleep that out? It's okay. It's okay. You didn't know ahead of time. It's all right. Um. But yeah, just you know. Exactly, exactly. It's all right. It's all right. That's a, that's actually a better term for it. So we'll we'll just go with that from now on. But I mean, other than that, you're still a hundred percent right. 
wow. Wow. I'm glad Ty beat that out because oof. I mean, it's very controversial, yet so true. So true. Thank you for that. You're it welcome. needed to be said, Clarence. You're welcome. All right. You're welcome. Exact. Thank you. So, next question. My DM is clearly playing favorites with a female at the table because he likes her. How should we bring this up and handle it? You drive all the way to California and then you get yourself real drunk. Hot clearance. That was. You can't go ahead, everybody. Need a tiny napkin? I'm good. I'm good. I got one here. That was that was fucking poetry, Clarence. That was beautifully said. And I mean, I didn't even think of handling it like that, and that's just that's why I wanted to get you on the show. No, thank you for having me. God damn, that was just mmm. Mm. I need to write if I ever write a book, I'm putting that quote in there. Can I use that quote? No, you're goddamn right, Cambrius all on copyright. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate it. Mm. All right, so we got we got two more questions. You got time for two more questions? Sure, sure. Yeah, two more questions. Okay. Okay, no problem. So the next one is: Is it okay to let one character take center stage? Oh goddamn time! You see, you just all these individuals just go out there and they're just like, I want the lights, spotlight, 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 and they're just assholes. You heard it from the horse's mouth, people. I mean, it's right there, plain and simple, black and white. That's how you handle that situation. All right? That way, everybody feels included, and shh, that's that's great right there. I love it. I love it. So, last question. What is your ideal game setting? Sorry, no, I can't pick. Wow, that is a... Holy shit! I didn't even think about putting those two together. You got married on not on right. Like, how would you even? All right, we gonna have to sit down and talk about this, Clarence, because that's that's actually that's a great fucking idea, and I think we might be able to make that work in a game. Yeah, really. I got all got them time. Uh huh. Exactly. Exactly. It does cut down a lot on the time. Um. And combat will go quickly that way. Like that's that's some forward thinking right there, Clarence. Damn. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you very much for uh huh. Don't realize my eyes been open this whole time. Now I really dried out. Uh huh. Well, no, I get it completely. Um. We can get you something for that. I'm sure Ty has something. But I want to thank you again for coming on the show and, uh-huh. and spreading your wisdom because, I mean, I, you've changed my perception of things in a lot of aspects of my life. You've gave, given me a just, just, I can't speak for everyone, but I know for me, you've given me a lot to think of. Uh-huh, exactly. Oh, thank you. You know what? I appreciate it, especially coming from you. Coming for you of all people. I appreciate that. Got that beautiful sexy dong and over uh-huh. eight inches. Yep. Thank you. 
Thank you. I will send you a picture of that later. I got you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Clarence. Um, we appreciate it. We've got you that bag full of uh pig's feet and 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 uh the hot links. Yeah. Gotcha. No problem. Well, we got that backstage for you. Go ahead and take care of that, and uh, you know, just enjoy yourself. You've earned it. Thank you, thank you very much. We later for having you on my way out. Thank you. You too. Whoa, that was quick. Nice little transition there. Uh, how was he? Was Clarence good? I mean, I hadn't seen him in a while, and you know, I know he's getting a little bit up there in age, and uh, he's got this weird staring you, habit. Age, age doesn't mean a damn thing to this man. Like, I think the older he gets, the just clearer he sees life clearer it's, it's, he sees it's life beautiful you know it's beautiful that is a that is a wonderful wonderful thing so uh yeah that has been the t and b's power hour today everybody hope you have enjoyed yourselves as we go and do some crazy shit and talk about some some nutso stories where can we find more of you bees hey you can find me on my channel which is big underscore bees. Um, I will be resuming my Resident Evil play now that I've uh, put up the poll and the poll results came in. We will be doing a couple days a week. Uh, I think about three days a week um, starting out while I'm still getting used to these classes. So I think I'm going to do uh, probably this week. I'm going to try Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And if that doesn't work, then I might do a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday kind of setup, and then uh, that's going to be Tuesday. Those that's going to be those three days uh, from noon to two. We'll, awesome. we'll be playing Resident Evil, and uh, then I'll have a I'll have a night stream those weeks. But that'll kind of depending on how my schedule looks. That'll that'll change on that. Um, you can also find me here Mondays, boom, and here Fridays, boom, as I play a very mentally unstable uh, Turtle Man who is just fucking it all up. But <laughs> hey, he's kicking ass and taking names too, so. Hey, Turtle Thulu did uh, quite a bit of damage last Friday, so. Yeah. Oh, yep, and then, yep, of yep. course, uh, everybody got spaced. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I am Lottie Vinstar over on the Twitter and on the Twitch, Lottie Vinstar Art. Uh, and, of course, the producer and artist and GM, primary GM currently for Roll for Chaos here, where TNB's Power Hour is found. Come and check us out as tomorrow night at 6 Pacific Standard Time, 8 Central, we have Roll Charisma with a Crimson Pleasure from Real Women of Gaming coming on, as well as our very own O'Doyle is going to be there tomorrow. We'll get to get to know the two of them better. And I might be making a guest appearance as a co-host, uh, depending on if Steven is able to reach a computer or not. <laughs> so uh, check that out. Check out our games on Thursdays and Fridays here, uh, which, of course, that's at 6 Pacific Standard Time and 5.30. So Thursday, 6, Friday, 5.30 uh, Pacific Standard Time. And come back as often as possible. Like, subscribe, always. follow, watch yep. these things. Enjoy them, and uh, we will see you all next time. Thank you very much for watching, everybody. Love you. Goodbye.